Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm so excited for my guest today. I basically grew up watching him and his work. Chris Hansen, his segment uh, to catch a predator on Dateline was so groundbreaking at the time. This was when the internet was first a thing and they would catch um, internet predators preying on underage children. Now here we are, you know, 20 plus years later, and there's so many more ways to access people on the internet. There's ways to con people, swindle people. There's so many shows and documentaries about people who do this. So I'm so honored to have the OG of uh, trapping internet predators on my show today. He was the first one to do this. So I'm, I'm really thrilled to have it. And also, while it's not a funny topic, this is a social studies topic. We live in a world where anyone can go on the internet and pretend to be someone they are not or con someone or trap someone or find someone. And I think this is an important conversation for parents to listen to. And if you're not a parent, maybe you're dating online Maybe you're sharing information with strangers online. So this is, I think, a very good social studies topic. And I think you'll all agree. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. My Don't Hate Me This Week is a little niche. I'm sorry if you're not a watcher of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You're, you might hate me for having this Don't Hate Me because it's a little alienating if you're not. Why is Dorit's charity, Homeless Not Toothless, called Homeless Not Toothless? Could we not come up with a better name? Could we not just do The Smile Project or, you know, Bright Smile or why does it have to be homeless, not toothless? That's the charity that Dorit is, 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 that's the name of it. That's my best Dorit. PK, PK, why can't we have people that are homeless, not toothless? Homeless, not toothless? I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get the, the Dorit voice. Just because they're homeless, PK, does not mean they have to be toothless. Okay, I also want to be very clear. I'm not mocking the cause, okay? I think it's an important cause. I'm just talking about the name of the charity. Doesn't it sound fake? Like the name, it's like you literally let a toddler name the charity. I don't know. I just, I'm just, don't hate me, but I think it could have a better name. That's all. Football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
my get involved for the week, you guys. Oh my God. Get involved and tell me lies. I know I'm late to the party. I know you've probably all watched it. I was very late to the party on this. Tell me lies on Hulu. OMG. Why do I love this show so much? It is so good. Are you guys watching it? I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So I can't even talk about the show. Maybe I'll do a spoiler episode on it because I have so much to say. But if you are not watching Tell Me Lies on Hulu, you must get involved, okay? God, I want to talk about Steven with you guys. I really do. I really want to talk about Steven, but again, I can't ruin it. So get involved, sooner the better. So when I make a spoiler episode, you can listen. Okay, so get involved in that. And now, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Guys, even I am surprised by my guest today. I am so excited. As someone who basically grew up watching him, I now get to have him on my podcast. For those of you that remember on Dateline, the segment To Catch a Predator, which then turned into a massive sensation, I have journalist Chris Hansen on today. And I am so excited to get to say this to you, Chris, but take a seat. I am. I'm taking a seat right over here, Jenna. And How are welcome you? to Social thank Studies. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great so to be here. So your voice, first of all, is so distinct. <laughs> we all know the Chris Hansen voice. And I kind of feel like I should be offering you lemonade. Yeah. Or a Mike's Hard Lemonade or a Sweet Tea or something at least. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you, I have all age listeners. For those of you who don't know the show from, from Dateline, you now have, there's, there's a YouTube, it's become a YouTube hit because my son who's 18 and all his friends are obsessed with the YouTube show. But this was a segment where Chris would go and basically find online predators and confront them. Uh, Chris, tell us a little bit about how it started, how you got the idea well, and Jenny, all it's about been, it. It's been 18 years, believe it or not, which is shocking to me. But um, I had found out, I was, you know, corresponded at Dateline at the time. And I had found out about this online watchdog group called Perverted Justice. And the more I looked into it, the more I thought if we could combine their ability to go into chat rooms, posing as kids and our ability to wire a house with hidden cameras and microphones, it could be quite compelling. And at the time, perverted justice would have decoys in these chat rooms. And if a, an adult brought up solicitation for sex and suggested a meeting, they would post these people on their website. And occasionally law enforcement would get involved and, and there would be a prosecution. I thought it would be interesting to take it to the next level. And so perverted justice agreed. And we rented a house in Bethpage, Long Island, and we didn't collaborate in that first investigation or the second with law enforcement. We just did it. Now, some cases were made and there were prosecutions. But, you know, this thing has evolved in so many different ways over the last 18 years. But in that first investigation, um, I was driving out there and I started to daydream as I was stuck in traffic. And I thought, what if I've just wasted tens of thousands of dollars of the network's money? What if nobody shows up? And with that, you know, my producer calls and says, where the hell are you? We've got two guys due to be here in 45 minutes. And in the next two and a half days, we had 17 guys surface in that investigation, including a New York City firefighter who was later prosecuted. And it was, it was shocking. 
it was stunning to do it. It was um, mind boggling to see that many guys show up in such a short period of time. And then to try to, you know, put it all together in a, in a couple of segments for Dateline was really amazing because, you know, we knew what we had, we knew what we had found, we knew it was important, we knew it was compelling, but I didn't realize that it would become what it ultimately became, you know, this, this big following and the iconic nature of the thing. It was never imagined as a standalone show. It was just going to be a segment on Dateline um, about computer safety for children. Which, by the way, was so ahead of its time because this is back when there was just chat, AOL instant message yeah. and chat rooms, which is if... if Well, imagine, imagine, you know, when we started doing this, we merely had decoys in chat rooms, as you mentioned, for AOL and Yahoo. That was it. Well, yeah. today, 18 years later, there's been an explosion of social media platforms upon which adults can approach children for any number of nefarious reasons. And, mm -hmm. and especially during the pandemic, I mean, we saw an explosion of reports of predatory activity coming into the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They're up like 900 percent. Are so, you serious? Yeah. And, and honestly, Jenna, I thought, you know, we do these investigations two, maybe three times and no one would show up. And I was OK with that. You know, it yeah. means it would mean that we got people's attention. But we shot one just a month ago in Michigan and we caught a cop an active duty cop, Ugh. a company executive for a major manufacturing firm, and a guy who showed up in a massive dump truck. Um, and, and we're out there doing it again. And it's all going to be a part of uh, our new crime streaming network, True Blue, that we launch in, uh, in November. But it's, it's, it's shocking to me. But it, it goes to show that there are so many different places on the Internet where adults can approach children. Uh, and the issue is so ubiquitous. Uh, you really have to create awareness and continue this dialogue because your first line of safety is what you teach your children to be safe online. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a very vexing problem. And in, in this country, we want easy solutions, lock them all up, you know, have the security device on your computer to protect your children. Um, and, and it's just not that simple. So it, it takes a very, honest, open discussion at a very early age, as soon as your kid is online to say, look, there are adults out there who want to trick kids. And that's where it starts. And you continue it from there as they get older and more involved in various social media platforms. I mean, I can say as a parent, you're absolutely correct. I mean, from the second my son could use the internet or even play a video game that had other players, the discussion was always you don't know who you're speaking to. Right. They can say there's someone, but there's someone else. It's very hard for a kid to understand that concept, which is why your show was so amazing because it was showing people who spent time in chat rooms or on the internet just how prevalent this was. All right. Can you talk us through the process of how you would go about doing this? Like, talk us through the show. How would you get the people? to show up? How would you find them? What was the bait? I mean, we anyone who's seen it, it's so fascinating that these men just show up to these homes of young girls without a care in the world, like they're invincible. Well, in, in amazingly, you know, we've had guys who've seen the show and show up anyway. They That's recognize the thing. They walk in. 
that's that would always blew my mind because if you are familiar with the show, it used to be a girl saying, Oh, I'm just going to, can here's some lemonade for you. I'm going to go change or leave them in the kitchen. If I were a man watch who's watched the show for the rest of my life, if a girl offered me lemonade and went into the other room, I'd like, I'd run out of the house. Generally speaking, in most states, the crime is committed online with the solicitation. It's in the chats showing up can also constitute part of the crime, part of the part of the criminal charge. But it really is the the television part of it or visualizing, you know, the acting out of the crime that was committed online. So we have in the beginning, we had uh, perverted justice decoys posing as, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old boys and girls online. And they merely exist in a chat room or in some social media platform. They can't make the first move. It's always the potential predator who says, hey, how you doing? What's up? They have a picture that's uh, unmistakably underage. And they say, you know, ASL, age, sex, location, 13, female, Loma Linda, wherever we're working. And, and there's always a conversation about, damn, you're too young, or I wish I was 15 or whatever. And, and they, they get past that in the conversation. And the predator always raises the specter of sex, not the decoy. And if the guy agrees to have a meeting, then we allow that to take place, depending on all kinds of different security uh, precautions. Now, we've evolved the way we do this from no law enforcement involvement in the first two investigations to getting closer and closer to law enforcement in terms of collaborating. And now perverted justice is no longer in existence. And we used another group of former perverted justice decoys and some other people in this Tetracore group. But pretty much now we use the law enforcement decoys. It just, it, it in the interest of uh, being socially responsible and the interest of having cases that are prosecuted, it's easier and we lose nothing mm -hmm. with watching a law enforcement decoy operate as opposed to having our own decoys. It's a cleaner case for the prosecution. So that's mm -hmm. the way we do it today. And the guy comes over and, and walks in and I confront him. If he see, stays seated, then I do the interview. If he bolts, then he gets arrested. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I get a shot after that to do the interview as I did with the, the police officer um, uh, just uh, uh, last month, who is now um, featured in a, in a piece that I put on my YouTube channel, have a seat with Chris Hansen, but that's kind of how it's evolved. And, and it, it, I took some criticism early on for working closely with law enforcement and some people in the journalism world thought too closely, but I, I have absolutely no issue with it whatsoever. It was one, as I mentioned, the, the responsible thing to do to make sure these cases were prosecuted. And two, just from a basic television production standpoint, it was very unsatisfying to see these guys wander off. Right. I was going to you know, say. Twirling their umbrella, whistling uh, a show tune on the way, way out of the predator house. And, and, and again, even in the second investigation where we saw the rabbi, we had a teacher, we had a military guy, we had a guy who walked in naked. This was outside of Washington, D.C. A lot of those cases were prosecuted. The Fairfax County Police Department and the FBI prosecuted those a lot of those cases. But when you collaborate with law enforcement, you ensure virtually all cases are prosecuted. And at the end of the day, we have to you know seek justice here as well. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. So when you first started the first, however many 
you didn't have law enforcement waiting the to grab two. these guys. Yeah, the, the first, first two. two. Right. And then it probably, did it occur to you like, oh, this is a great time to arrest them? Or was it? Well, we, we you know, first of all, we had to see if people would show up. Right? Yeah. Then when we saw what did happen uh, and how many guys were showing up, we thought, well, you know, we had better start doing this a different way. And just at that time, coincidentally, the Riverside County Sheriff's Department expressed an interest in doing an investigation and collaborating with us. And so we did, and it worked out quite well. And in fact, in that investigation, 51 men showed up oh in three God. days. It was oh insane. There God. Again, there was a teacher. There were guys from God. Hollywood and all walks of life who showed up here. Terrifying. And it was mind boggling. It was hard to keep track of. And, and these guys would leave. They'd be arrested by the sheriff's department. They had a mobile home in a neighbor's driveway to process them. And we had guys in some cases running into each other. Some guys would see the previous guy getting arrested and then call the decoy and say, Hey, I saw police in front of your house. What's going on? And they said, well, it was a, you know, marijuana bus next door. It's all clear now. Come on over. And the guy still came over. Amazing. 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 How many, do you have any idea how many arrests you've made since the start of this? We're close to 500, 500 arrests. You are doing an amazing job. Well, it's, it takes a team and it takes law enforcement. And it. And again, I, I thought after the third investigation, that would be it, you know, and, and, and you know, it's not like we high five each other when a guy walks in. It, it's it's serious business when yeah, we do investigations. And, and I'd be fine. You know, I was joking with uh, uh, my wife the other day. I said, boy, wouldn't it be nice to do a show like uh, Stanley Tucci where you get to go to Italy and do cooking segments and you know, sadly, that's not my not my mission in life. But, uh, right. you know, we're, we do the crime stuff, but it's um, it, it's important work. And I think it's important to keep it out there. And when you look, Jenna, at different crimes, take the drug issue. We can treat that as an addiction, as an illness. We can have medical intervention. We can cure people and reduce demand. It's much more complex Mm-hmm. And vexing when it comes to the issue of sexual predators. First of all, there are fewer people doing that work. If you go to medical school, do you want to be a dermatologist on Park Avenue or do you want to go into federal prisons and interview pedophiles? You know, thankfully, there are a lot of good people doing that work. So we have some insight into who can be treated, who can be uh, punished put on probation, monitored, and who have to be locked up for the rest of their lives. So, you know, we're, we're learning about this as we go along. But again, because of the vexing nature of this, because of the never ending number of men looking to meet children online, and we see this in all of our investigations as we continue, your best protection is at home. And it's mm-hmm. a creation of a dialogue, creation of awareness, and having a frank discussion with your kids yep. about how to stay safe online. I mean, I can't even keep up with the number of social media platforms today. Every time I think I've got a handle on it, we go do an investigation. Oh, there's another one or there's this or there's that. And, and, and some of them have legitimate dating purposes or legitimate social purposes. And some of them aren't meant for kids, but kids can get on them and kids do get on them. I had a war... <laughs> There was a, a company, I don't know if even if it still exists, but I believe it does. There was a, a dating app for kids under 18. Hmm. It was, it's for, you could be 13, 14. I think it'd be over 13. I wrote to them. I'm like, how is this a thing? Because anyone could just got, put up a picture 
of themselves that's not them, just like they do on real dating apps, if you've ever been on one, Chris, because I have, and plenty of people lie about who they are. Well, look at the Tinder Tinder swindler, you know, and Tinder swindler, perfect example. Right now, an investigation for True Blue called the Facebook Fiend. And here's a guy who, you know, gained the trust of, of young women who are just naturally wanting to meet people and have a, have a life outside of the workplace, you know, and, and, and they're legitimate. I mean, I have friends who met their spouses. Right. On, right. By the way, I met my boyfriend on hinge. They right. are legit. He's that's a real how, That's how it works. And, that's and how it all, works. all age groups from, you know, the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, you know, uh, people meet successfully on my time. You know, it, it, it's it, it, it's a great way for people to, get, to to meet each other, but it also opens the door for a lot of abuse. I mean, like I said, we've got the Facebook fiend going right now. And, and I think there's this thing to be done where, you know, we go on these adult apps and I'm not talking about a guy lying about being a PhD versus a guy a, that's saying he's six you know. feet, but he's really five, nine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people with criminal histories. I'm yep. talking about people with, you know, real issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, how much, how interesting would it be to ha- have dates set up and know in advance that the guy is up to no good and be sitting at a bar and me spin around as the bartender and confront the guy. I think that might be nice. That would be an epic date as far as I'm concerned. I can't even believe, speaking of the Tinder swindler, that he wasn't able to be prosecuted and he was just roaming free and these poor girls are spending the rest of their life paying off these debts. Oh, it's, it's, it's horrendous. And, um, you know, this isn't the only guy out there. And imagine, you know, how hard it is to get somebody to come forward and talk about this because of the shame and embarrassment of course. that they feel about getting taken. And, and that's part of it. And these guys, these predators know how to focus on the vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And it ha- happens with some YouTube stars who prey upon young women. It happens with musicians who do it. I mean, the Davi Vanity case with, we've investigated so so long on the YouTube channel, the Onision in real life case that uh, we worked on and is on um, Discovery Plus. It, it It's important that we do this work because again, that's what it takes to highlight it and educate people and let people know that these guys are out there because not every one of them is going to get prosecuted, just like the Tinder swindler. I'm glad you mentioned these other cases because you have worked on other shows. The way I found you is through my good friend, Stephanie Nains. Absolutely. Incredible casting director and executive producer. She produced uh, the Nygaard uh, doc with Mm -hmm. you unseemly. Unseemly with the Peter Nygaard investigation. With Peter Nygaard investigation, which was for Discovery Plus. And you could also watch it on Amazon. But I just love seeing these cases bought into the public eye and ultimately seeing these people get put behind bars, which is where they belong. Let's talk about your pets for a second. If you have a pet, you know they are just like one of your family members and you want the best for them. Pet Care RX knows the most important thing is to keep your pets healthy by offering the best products and save money while doing it. They have food, medication, toys, treats, accessories, supplements, and pharmacy. They have a huge inventory for some of the lowest prices on the internet and can all be delivered right to your doorstep. And they also have something great. They have something called Pet Plus, which is a membership. Members get everything at wholesale prices and also includes 24-7 virtual vet support where you can chat with a vet from the comfort of your own home. 
It's a great site. I just went ahead and ordered my dog's food from there. They are also kind enough to offer all my listeners a discount. That is J-E-N-A 30 for 30% off at checkout. So definitely take advantage of that deal when you are checking out PetCareRx.com. I can honestly say it was always a terrifying thing, but as a parent, and I know I have a lot of parents listening, like you said, it it has to start so early and you can't be afraid to have the uncomfortable conversation. No. And, and when I was a kid, you know, parents said, don't talk to strangers. Well, that mm-hmm. was good advice then. And it's good advice today. The problem is the guy who's a stranger on a Wednesday is so adept at grooming that by mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they don't seem like a stranger anymore. And when we do the podcast, Predators I've Caught, um, I go back into the cases that we've already done and I immerse myself into the transcripts of the chats and my interviews with these guys. And we get into what has happened to these guys since. And some have turned their lives around, some have not. But there's a, there's a template to these transcripts and to the grooming method that is just insanely parallel all these guys figure out a way Mm -hmm. to to gain the trust of 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 children terrible and to make them feel that they're adults and and worthy we did a case working on a case right now that's tied to a bunch of others a 12 year old was on instagram and cajoled by an adult in florida (sighs) to crawl out of her bedroom window and meet him in a church parking lot he flies up and takes her to a hotel, sexually assaults her. What did he, can I just stop you for a second? What did he say to the 12 year old to get her to leave her home in the middle of the night? There were promises of money, of, you know, fancy clothes, um, everything that you can imagine that might appeal to a, uh, a 12 year old in a vulnerable situation, perhaps a 12 year old who's lived more life than other average 12 year olds, but somebody who, to whom that was appealing. I always, the reason I'm asking is because I, I always try to convey, and I've done this since my son was little, but to, to other parents and my son, it's never some, it's very rare that it's someone that just snatches you. It's someone who earns your trust somehow. Exactly. And that's exactly. the key thing to explain to your children or yourself. Well, that's why I say you tell kids that there are adults out there who want to trick you and kids don't like to be tricked. Mm -hmm. So if you frame it that way in the very beginning, you're more likely to get their attention early on. Kids don't like to be tricked, but this, this girl was, and, you know, she shows up at a hospital with the, you know, injuries you'd expect from somebody who, you know, at the age of 12, you know, had a sexual encounter an aggressive sexual encounter. And, and they were able to go back and get the security video at the hotel and at the rental car. And they pieced together the case and they arrested this guy in Florida. And it turns out that he admittedly had done this on at least three other occasions. And uh, that's another you know story we're working on for True Blue. But you know he had video and pictures and then these guys sell this stuff uh, you know, on the internet and, and it just, it, it, it's, it's shocking, but you know, you would think that a 12 year old on Instagram is talking to other 12 year olds on Instagram. Right. right. That's, I mean, but, 
Snapchat yep. creates an opportunity. Ugh. TikTok creates an opportunity. Online gaming creates an opportunity. They all do. And that's why you have to be so vigilant. A hundred percent. I'm just, this is a conversation that I'm, I'm so glad we're having because everyone should be having this at home from literally the second that there is access to anyone, right? Other than your parents. Let me ask you a question. Before you confronted any of these guys when you were shooting, did you ever get nervous? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Hurt Every time. You, but just like, wow, we're about to drop something major yeah. on this guy. Well, we, you know, look, I think part of what's become so compelling about the entire series, the entire franchise is that we are taking people inside the commission of a felony and watching a guy's life potentially change forever. So when the cop walked in a month ago in Goodrich, Michigan, I didn't know he was a cop. I just knew a guy who said his name was John was there to have sex with a teenage boy. And so he walks in, the on-site decoy greets him, goes away. I come out, he bolts, please get him, secure him. And then I do the interview and, and he's very, very aggressive, but he's, you know, secured mm-hmm. and he's telling me what to do and how this is going to work. And he's very, trying to be very authoritarian. And I explained to him, I said, you know, look, you know, you're not in charge here. And when they finally, when I finished and he was taken away, I said to the crew, this is going to be somebody in a position of authority. It's going to be a cop or a city councilman or a teacher mm-hmm. or something. I could just tell by his attitude. And when they searched his vehicle, they found three loaded guns, his police credentials. Oh, and so he was a cop who showed up to meet a 15 year old boy. Terrible. I had the transcripts and the whole thing. So, yeah, I mean, can something like that spin out of control? I think we have it about as safe as you can possibly make it, which is the reason why, as time went by, we collaborated even more closely with law enforcement. Um, yeah, there's inherent risk. There's inherent risk in a lot of the reporting I do, but that's part of what makes it compelling. If it was easy, everybody could do it, you know? And so that why people like to watch it. I think a part of the reason. What always surprised me most watching the show, other than all of it with people showing up, is that they would sit and talk to you. Because Well, anybody can jump out from behind a curtain or from behind bushes and scare somebody and create 10 seconds of dramatic video. That's not my job. My job mm-hmm. is to get inside these guys' heads. Mm-hmm. And so I have a genuinely uh, curious approach and... Uh, I have a conversation and I try to get inside their heads and more often than not, they sit and they talk. And at some point they decide to tell the truth. Maybe if not, they continue to try to spin their story. But my whole mantra here is that if you can get inside the mind of a predator or criminal and combine it with hearing the voice of a victim, you can educate people. You can understand how this crime takes place Mm -hmm. and you can prevent other people from becoming victims. And that's the reason for this journey of discovery. Yes, it's compelling television. Yes, it's become an iconic part of pop culture. I mean, you know, I always tell the story when my two older boys were in high school, they went to high school with kids whose dads did a lot of cool stuff. You know, having a dad on TV wasn't a big deal. But when South Park did a Chris Hansen Predator episode, suddenly I was the cool dad because <laughs> South Park had, had, had done a parody of me. That's the epic of, of yeah, cool. it's the it's the peak. How does it so, feel being a South Park parody? Well, I, you know, I look, I, there have I'd been be a lot very of, honored. Yeah, I am. Uh, and and it, it's funny because I didn't know they don't tell you it's coming. Right. So I'm <laughs> on the West Coast working on an unrelated story. And 
one of my agents texts me and says, South Park is doing you tonight. It's pretty funny. I said, ha 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 ha, I'll watch it three hours, you know, because I was on a different time zone. About 20 minutes later, he texts me that it's taken a dark turn. Oh no, I have not seen that. I'm going to have to check that <laughs> out. La Petite Tourette is the episode. <laughs> okay, well, funny. we're all going to check that out. Chris, before I let you go, is there any way, what would you like to tell people? How could they find you, watch you? I usually say stalk you in this, in this circumstance is probably the wrong term to use <laughs> given who I'm speaking to. How can people watch your stuff? What should you can, they be looking um, out for? You can, you can follow the uh, podcast, Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. It's on every uh, platform. Uh, you can check out our website, Watch True Blue. That'll have details about our, our launch date coming in November. That's going to have all the new exclusive predator uh, investigations, as well as a number of other very important investigations that are in the works. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram official Chris Hansen, Twitter at Chris Hansen, uh, YouTube channel, have a seat with Chris Hansen, as you mentioned, uh, Discovery Plus and, and now Amazon with Nygaard and, and many, many other things in the works. Well, Chris, thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing and exposing these predators. Um, I wish they're there, you know, they we could find them all. Thank you so much for being well, thank here. You. The honor it. is I'm so honored that you're here on my well, show. Thanks I can't for having me. It, was a, it was a pleasure, Jenna. I appreciate it. Today's episode was sponsored by Bet Online and Pet Care Rx. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.